Hey, listening friends, I'm your host and coach, Laura Malone. As an entrepreneur and leader, wife and mom, teacher and creator, I am showing up to share possibility with you and help you find vision and wisdom because you deserve to be equipped and released as the hero of your own story. Coaching really does help you change your life. And if you want to know how to guide yourself and others well, I created this podcast just for you. It's a place where you can grab tools, teachings, and ideas for both personal and spiritual growth, as well as entrepreneurship and coaching, if that's your thing. So as you listen in, I pray I can help you create a legacy of impact and really start writing the story of a life you love living. Now let's jump into today's episode. Okay, today is the day, isn't it? Like the whole world on January 1st around you and inside of you seems to say like today's the day you're supposed to be different. And I am a resolution resistor. So I use, I have certain words and phrases that I focus on based on a season. Heck, it might even be just a day or a week that I focus on this specific word or a phrase. And I'm not a consistent person about that either. Sometimes I just, I know that the Lord is saying this to me and I'm like, okay, I need to give that attention or there's something I want to give attention to. And so I'm like, okay, right now in this season where I'm at, I need to make a focus on this word or this phrase and moving towards it. And I bless you to have a great new year if you're listening to this around the beginning of January. But I encourage you to move into the season of the Lord, not the season of the calendar. Even though he may use the calendar in your life, the direction you want to be going in is that the calendar serves your purpose and God's. It's not leading you. So I like to think of God's way for a day like this. He says, the old has passed away and behold, he's made all things new. Behold, it means to stop and look upon, not just a a passing glance, but really come to a full stop and fix your gaze. Jehovah God is the only one who really makes all things new, not the calendar, not us. Our fresh start source is him. So it makes sense that we should stop and behold what his fresh start and his do-over is, right? So I want to help you learn how to visionate. That's what my husband and I call it when we have strategy sessions to dig up and pull out all the nuggets of possibility and future and hope and dreams inside of us. And then you move towards that vision with purpose. It's our version of ruminating and meditating on what's possible to let the vision kind of just bubble up and out, right? That's where whiteboard and post-it notes are really fantastic. Pencil and paper, I need erasers, I need mind maps. I love that stuff. It's full of fresh ideas and um, keeping my mind really open, curiosity, wonder, very childlike for me. I love going into that place of visionating. Let's talk about how to actually create vision. First, I like to look at where I'm actually at, and I call this the shore of sameness. So if I want new vision, I want to head towards a new horizon, then I have to determine where am I and why would I want to leave where I am? What do I think will be better if I leave it? And what is it I want to leave behind and what do I want to move away from? So I encourage you to think about that and do an assessment of where you currently are. 
in your spiritual life and your health and your financial goals, your business, your practice, all your family, your parenting, your relationships, whatever it is that you're looking to create vision for, you have to assess where you are, point A, before you can determine point B, okay? You have to, uh, you can't get to point B if you don't know where you're starting out from, right? Then you have to like determine what do you want? What's the horizon look like? Where would you go? How would you change things? Um, What are you dreaming of? What makes you think you can't have what you dream of? It's really important that you determine what are the things, the belief systems and thoughts and feelings that are resisting the dreams in your heart. What do you want to be great at? What could the future look like? What would your dream day and dream job and dream family and dream self look like? Get real vision for it. Even just stop and envision you. Stop and envision your business. Anything. Two years from now, what does your dream business look like? Um, Is it thriving? Like how you are making money. You're making an impact. You physically, what do you look like? Are you healthy? Do you feel energized? Do you feel physically in shape and taking care of yourself and happy about it? And then what do you do when we start fresh? A lot of times we get stuck on the thing we think we need to do. I would encourage you to look at who you want to be, then determine what you need to do to be that person. And regarding vision, I want you to think about the Wright brothers who you know, pioneers of flight. Their interest in aviation was fostered in childhood. They wanted to fly as little boys and they didn't just think they could, they really thought that they should, like man should be flying. They caught vision for flight when their dad brought home a toy that was called a helicopter. It was just a little toy helicopter made out of simple products, materials, And then as they grew up, they did everything they could to remove whatever stood in their way of the vision they had, the dream in their heart. And that sounds like God to me because he does whatever is necessary to remove hindrances to his heart and his love and his vision and dreams, right? So what did you maybe as a child or even in the beginning when you started out on the journey you're on, maybe at the beginning of your relationship you had vision and you've lost it. Maybe you had vision for yourself being a parent, but you've kind of gotten lost in the messy middle. What is it in your business that you, or your coaching practice that you have, you know, you had vision for it, but you kind of lost it in the middle of everything. What, what are the hindrances that you need to move aside to come back to that? And what is it you believe in for yourself? What is it you would do anything to fight for? What is it you feel you could do, should do, and are willing to do the work to remove hindrances to? Make these things part of your vision and you will find the inspiration and drive to go after them. And you need a good amount of grit and determination. If you think you're not a highly determined, gritty person, I encourage you to look at the things you would fight for. When you find that, you'll find the thing that your determination would rise up out of you for. And then when you tie that 
to all the things that have to be done to get it, and you see that everything you're doing is leading you somewhere, you can maintain the determination and you can have the grit that you do have, you just haven't been using. You haven't been bringing it up and out because it didn't have something specific you were focused on to move you towards it, right? And the majority of people don't actually end up somewhere on purpose because they just land wherever life lands them, right? Well, when you see wholehearted, fulfilled people in your life, they've usually been the ones who visionated. They committed to their decision, they took action, and they pushed past obstacles. This means they got to where they were going on purpose. They looked at a horizon, they, they set a course, they, took, they went out, they battled the wind and the waves and the storms, and they landed on that shore over there. Now that's something that they look backwards and they go, that was all really hard, but it was worth it. And where there's vision, there is a spiritual adrenaline and motivation for your soul. In Habakkuk 2, it says to write the vision out plainly for all to see so that he who has the vision can run with it. And you need to do that for yourself. You deserve to have vision, but you are also responsible for being the one who lays it out. Nobody else is. And nobody gets anywhere on purpose without resistance. But with vision, it's fully possible to move through the resistance and come out victorious. Lack of vision is associated with regret and what they call the sins of commission and omission, which basically means the things you shouldn't have done that you did and the things you should have done that you didn't do. But when you have vision, even the mundane things take on purpose and you feel all those things are a means to an end rather than feeling like they're going to be the death of you. I have to keep this in mind when I'm doing all the mundane things of life. Back in the day, I had to do all the wiping the runny noses, changing the diapers, because I had vision for my kids being happy and healthy and teaching them while we were on deployment or traveling across the country. I had to have vision of developing them into kids who know how to learn, love to learn and have character as adults, right? And dealing with hormones and the challenges of the teenage years That has to be associated with vision. Come on. Like, (laughs) I have vision for these people to be wholehearted adults who know that in the middle of their messy teen years, they were still completely loved by their parents and God, regardless of their journey and their choices. And in business, the mundane of like bookkeeping and Pinterest pen making and social media posting and marketing and emailing and etc. It's all tied to the vision of inspiring you on your journey to being a wholehearted, self-governing, spirit-led believer who wants to be equipped as the hero of your story and a guide to those around you. And for some of you to be the best coach you can be in your business. My drive and passion for that vision is what keeps me going when the boring and difficult tasks are on my plate. When I don't know how to do something, I go figure out how to do it because I want to push past the hindrances and resistance because I love serving you. And specifically for coaches, if you are a life coach or business, any kind of niche, think about what is your fresh start vision for this season, no matter what time of year it is, look back and go like, what's changed for you? 
Is your ideal client still the same person? Do they still want what you're giving them? Do you still want to give what you've been giving them? Do you feel anything needs focus in your business or your practice that you haven't been giving focus to? If if you're not feeling inspired to do the things that you know you need to be, you know you need to be doing, how can you tie them to the success of a vision that doing those things helps fulfill? Do you need to learn more about marketing, but you hate the word? Overcome that. Do you need to develop more skills for your client work? Go start Googling. <laughs> Read books. Take classes. Do you need to do an overhaul on your website? Or just maybe you just simply need to take action to get your coaching business up and started. Maybe you need to invest in yourself and your calling. I'll tell you where you find vision so that you're inspired to do the mundane things. Find the people who are going to be greatly impacted when you do do them. And think about those people having changed lives and more hope and joy about their futures because of you and the work you do and the sacrifices you've made. And let that vision drive you as a coach. For Christian Life Coach Collective, you know, this is episode 101. So over the past year and the first 100 episodes, I've learned more about what I carry inside that I want to pour out, you know, the stuff that wants to come up and out of me. And I took imperfect action a year and a half ago when I started my first podcast, which helped me learn about podcasting and kind of discover the wrinkles that were going to come my way. Then I started this podcast, got rid of the other one. It's It wasn't the direction I wanted to go. So I pivoted. And I took the past eight months to iron out these wrinkles. Now I have a horizon in front of me. And because I've taken some action, I've gotten some clarity. And with that clarity and action taking, I'm gaining confidence in the direction I'm headed. This gives me the momentum I need to keep taking action. And that's only going to bring me more clarity and confidence. So some things that I'm planning on focusing on in the coming year on the podcast is I'm going to start bringing on guests who can inspire, teach, guide, and help you create more of the story you want to live in. So people who can teach about things like personal development and entrepreneurship, parenting, leading, spirit-led life, all of the things that you want to hear about for you personally and for you in your business or your coaching practice. And you know, we all love life hacks and resources and simple ways to shift your life and coach yourself well. So I'm definitely going that direction. Uh, Ways to, you know, just help guide the people in your life, both as a friend or a parent or a boss, but also as a coach in practice. And how God is part of your dreams and passions and what his original design for you is and how perfect it is his original design for you, even as you're walking it out with imperfect action. And whatever I can do to bring invitations to you to just spiritual growth and pursuing God personally and professionally, inviting God into your business. And for Sterling and Stone, I'm really keeping my focus on these two things, especially in the first quarter, the greenhouse uh, course, which is the certification and training course for Christian life coaches and the Arboretum business course, which is a simple course that just helps start your business 
get everything set up correctly and get get you going. And then the story maker's journey, which is the development of you, your passion, your calling, your core message, how to create and expand all of that into creating a legacy for yourself. So maybe that entails coaching, but maybe it doesn't. And it really comes down to you wanting to dig for the gold in your life and do something with it. Figure out, have somebody actually walk you through how to figure out what's inside of you and what you're called to do with it in the world. So I'm honing in on what my clients want and need and trying to do the one thing well as I build foundations and scale up. It's my husband and I call it be a steakhouse, not a great diner. You know, learn how to make the steak really well instead of offering 200 different options to meet the needs of everybody. (laughs) So I want you to feel full of possibility and hope that you can visionate and create a fresh start for your season right now, or maybe it's not yet, but at least now, you know, you can always come back to this episode when you feel like you are at the crux, you know, that pivoting point of a, of a new season, anytime in your life, personally or professionally. And inside the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group, you can go under the files tab and grab a free visionating worksheet to help you get started. All right. Bless you, friend. Happy New Year. If you are listening to this on January 1st, I pray that this will be a beautiful new season, full of life, full of hope, and full of the dream inside of your heart. And remember, all things are definitely possible with God. I so appreciate you as a listener. And if you are looking for a community of like-hearted believers who love all things coaching, be sure to jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group. Do you think you might be called to become a certified Sterling and Stone Life Coach? Well, learn more about the Greenhouse course where you can get trained in just 10 weeks to start building the foundation of your coaching practice. All the links you need are in the show notes. Happy story making.